0: Welcome to Sales Tech Stars Sales Tower Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B two B sales. Happy to have you here. Curtis Tingle, EVP and CMO at Vericast, a marketing solutions provider that fuels commerce and brand growth, joins us today to talk about what it takes to build end to end digital campaigns that boost ROI. Curtis, welcome to the podcast. It's exciting to have you here today talking about some of the common modern-day marketing challenges and best practices is something that's on every modern marketer's mind. So this would be a very relevant conversation given what's been happening in the industry. But before we dive in, we'd love it if you can take a couple of minutes. Tell us more about yourself and, of course, your time as CMO at Veracast.
1: Yeah, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me today. It's great to be here. Proud to be here representing Veracast and really excited about this topic. I grew up at Veracast. I had started here as an intern 27 years ago, and whether it be working in analytics, in audience targeting, in marketing strategy, in product or in sales, the one thing that is always held true is that, that the key and the journey is really all about the customer. So Veracast over the last few decades has been through a number of twists and turns. And I think our topics today are going to be very relevant because the consistent secret sauce marketers are looking for is the magic that Veracast brings to life every day. We connect businesses to the people they want to influence by unifying the data and making it smarter and more useful for marketing. And I think that holds true whether we're talking about B2C marketing or in today's case, B2B marketing.
0: Absolutely. One of the key areas when it comes to marketing in today's multi-channel digital, highly digital environment is is about a brand not losing its essence, a brand knowing how to build out these result-oriented integrated campaigns. And there are a lot of must-dos and best practices that most marketers come across, but then Despite all of that, there are still those, those common challenges that you often see teams face across both the spectrum, B2C as well as B2B. So uh, we'd love it if you can throw a little bit of insights into some of these common challenges. And what are some of the best practices you feel these marketers need to focus on to really drive impact here?
1: Yeah, I think you said it very well. Ultimately, marketing today truly comes to, to outcomes And to set up the best outcomes, you really have to start with the basics. When we look at across our organization and the clients that we work with and many of the partners we work with in the industry, we're all coming with very diverse teams. Sometimes we have competing objectives. And what's held very true is the fact that the buying cycle and therefore the selling cycle has become more and more complex. So there are three keys that that we see to help manage through this and create that great, effective outcome-based marketing. First is audience. You have to get agreement on who the target audience is, what they're interested in, uh, what their true challenges are, and ensure that you understand how you can be relevant to depending on which function you're talking about within the organization. Are you talking to IT? Are you talking to marketing? Are you talking to the media buyers? making sure that those challenges are coming through in a way that's relevant to their position. The second key is right down to the, I'll call it the good old fashioned strategy of marketing. The art and science of how you tell stories starts with building brand and awareness. You have to make sure that you're always connecting with your clients and your prospects. These are very crowded spaces that we play in. We can't forget to continually create meaning for our solutions and our brands that we're bringing to market that's generating new demand, building those audiences, and gaining attention to the services we can provide, and ultimately driving through to effective campaigns that capture in-market customers and nurture those existing relationships. And the third principle that we find key for integrated marketing is about the channel. Smart marketers know that no one single channel can stand on its own and accomplish their goals. So they need to make sure that they're gaining agreement on how their channel mix is going to work at each stage of the selling process. This is especially important when we look at B2B marketing. If you look at Ipsos this year, in May of 2023, uh, they came out and said that in-person events are the number one B2B marketing channel. And, and we find that that's very true. But marketers, even in, even in B2C, are struggling for how do they get beyond that? direct engagement and find an integrated way to connect with their customers, that's ultimately all about making sure you've got the right blend. Even a channel like print, which by all means is fighting gravity, is still the number two channel for marketers in the industry today. It's so relevant because it breaks through and it's trusted. Our customers' customers trust print to make their decisions. And we find that to be true in B2B marketing today. It allows you to target in, reach specific audiences and have an engaging experience with your customer.
0: Absolutely. So while you're talking about all these key principles that help drive the integrated experience, what really also happens in the marketplace is most leaders have this go-to model that they'll often fall back on. So we'd love it if you as a CMO At Vericast, and of course, you're giving your experience over the years. What have been some of the common marketing strategies that you have often pursued as a marketer and some of the internal processes that have helped fuel all of these strategies?
1: Sure. So, the number one key and the principle we try to drive time in and time out is to be as close to the customer as possible. Marketing strategies, no matter how uh, magical the campaign may be have to be able to speak to what's relevant to the customer they have to dive into their pain points and what they're trying to solve for we see a great way to do that is to actually teach about the marketplace to help our marketers work through all of these unique challenges and this changing dynamic marketplace one of the key challenges we see today is actually around privacy marketers are struggling as Data is evolving due to regulatory changes and technological and industry shifts that are truly changing the landscape of targeting and personalization and marketing. This is a great example for both B2B and B2C marketers because you have to better understand your customer, but do it in a privacy forward way. The way we get past that is to really blend data together in a unique way that allows us to better understand audiences, deliver contextually relevant messages, contextually, leverage, contextually relevant thought leadership in B2B marketing that teaches our clients about their customers, help them, helps them better understand their shopping habits, not just speaking to one feature or one point solution, but truly driving to the business need. And then in, enabling a community, whether it be through podcasts or through direct engagement, so that marketers can learn from each other and have an open, honest, candid discussion about how they're overcoming the challenges.
0: It's very interesting. And of course, you need a lot of uh, MarTech to drive all of this or like piece it together. And while most readers will talk about optimizing your MarTech stack and having as few a number of tools as possible, that's not always the case if you actually go and go into everybody's system and evaluate what MarTech and what sales tech they currently have adopted. So when it comes to today's marketing, marketing models or marketing trends, and when it obviously comes to the matter of MarTech, what are your current thoughts? What is your take on how marketers should navigate this part of the question?
1: Sure. This truly is a, a transformative time for our industry. There are so many options that are available. I think you stated it very well. The, the goal is always to have as few tools as possible and have them as connected as possible. But there are so many options. It can be overwhelming. And the reality is a lot of our businesses are formed by different technologies, teams, companies, products being brought together. And it's just not realistic to think that you're always going to be able to minimize those number of tools. The way that we manage through this starts with data. And we do this both for ourselves as well as for our customers. There is a ton of data available, but it's not always connected. It's not always actionable. You need to ensure that you've got a strong data strategy behind every deployment that you have. It's especially true in a, a shop like ours, right? We have brought together various technologies, teams, and companies over the year, over the years. And it's really critical that we're putting time in, not only for ourselves, but for our, our customers to ensure that the data is connected across all of the various different tools that we have. The second key is about resources. You have to be very thoughtful and connected. So there's really no confusion on who is creating, who is deploying. And how you're going to imme- how you're going to measure the performance of your campaigns along with this is to ensure that it's it's actually meeting the KPIs not just of engagement but it's meeting the KPIs of what your business is trying to drive ultimately CMOs have to speak the language of the CFO you have to talk about revenue you have to lean into profitable solutions for the business And I think this guides into the third key principle. So data is number one, resources are number two, and and the third is aligned accountability. You have to ensure that all partners across product, engineering, IT, sales, marketing, your customer experience teams, and finance are aligned on how you're going to engage and what you're going to be accountable for to deliver at each stage of the sales process.
0: The easiest
1: way to start this is to get alignment on those goals, Mm -hmm. alignment on those strategies to accomplish the goals, and then a common definition of what a good lead looks like.
0: And then to take this all a step further, now that we have been talking about the technology and the different departments that need to essentially align to create that unified objective, there's also uh, no conversation when it comes to marketing and sales today, especially no conversation is complete without talking a little bit about the impact of AI, especially generative AI. So what are your thoughts? What's your What has been your recent observation when it comes to the sales tech market ecosystem and how you've been seeing teams open up to the idea of generative AI? And how do you see this impacting the future of these teams and roles as well?
1: Sure. I think this is an area that's going to continue to change day in and day out for the coming days, weeks, months, and years. But the, the first principle is ensuring that you're meeting your customers where they are. And generative AI offers a, a tremendous opportunity to do just that. So marketers really need to make sure they have a MarTech stack that lets them deliver personalized ads while protecting their customers' privacy across all various channels. Ultimately, AI and machine learning are going to help us move faster. That's inevitable. But at the same time, they can present a number of hurdles that you have to overcome. So you have to be careful because sometimes moving faster means you could end up moving in the wrong direction. The next key is that it's critical to truly understand the buying cycle of your customers. If you're not presenting the right content at the right stage of the buying cycle, You aren't necessarily going to be breaking through and connecting. So no matter how smart your AI is, it could not, it it could really miss the mark on being truly relevant to help building that awareness and advancing that sales process and helping your customers discover your solutions. It's really critical and it really all comes back to that connective tissue between all of the functions, sales enablement, finance, marketing, and product to ensure that you're aligned on how AI can help you move faster, help you be more relevant, and ultimately deliver a stronger customer experience.
0: Absolutely, Curtis. I think in all this has been quite an interesting conversation here today. And given the dynamics of the B2B marketing, B2B technology marketing, field, it's going to be interesting to see how newer trends evolve, how newer demand for newer tools evolve, and especially how marketers get accustomed to Changing consumption habits when it comes to the way content is being consumed because there's a lot going on in terms of users or end end users not wanting too much to read. They want a lot more multimedia and over and above that, as you rightly mentioned through the conversation, uh, the impact of privacy having the right content delivered to them at the right time, based on their interest, based on whether they want to hear from you. So I think given the dynamics, given the way B2B technology marketing is playing out, this has been a very interesting and relevant conversation. We're definitely going to have you back soon to have a deeper dive into one of these areas. But until then, we wish you and the team at Vericast all the very best. And yeah, before we wrap up, if there's any other last thoughts or words you'd like to say or share with us today, that would be great.
1: No, thank you so much for having me. I think ultimately, while this marketplace is evolving quickly and there are so many tools available to us as marketers, if we keep the customer first, align the right data and ensure that we are coordinating all of our efforts across different departments, we can have truly tremendous, groundbreaking, outcome-driven marketing campaigns that drive great results for us and our businesses. Thanks for having me today.
0: Thank you so much, Curtis. Until the next time, take care.